Question number one. Is it true or false? True or false? Anna. False, correct. We believe both in preservation and inspiration. Because some misunderstand us, they say they only believe in preservation, they don't believe in inspiration. That's very strange. If God inspired, then therefore He will preserve for us so that we have the inspired words. Now, next, God, true or false? Rachel, false. God not only preserved the autographs. God also preserved the um, apographs. Now, in fact, preservation is by and large about the copies. The originals are gone. In terms of its materials. But the words, we still have it today, the exact words. Found in copies. Now I want to emphasize one thing. Is it meaningful to say I believe in preservation? But it is only the originals. Is it meaningful? Let me try. Howard, not meaningful. Why? Say again. Some people say it's out there somewhere. Now, if I say, you, you give me your house, I will preserve it for you. Alright? And then 10 years later, you come to me. Your house is demolished. Then I keep telling you, no, I preserve for you. I preserve your original house. Does it make sense? It's not preserved. It's gone. You will probably take stones and throw at me. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to say? You did not preserve it. So preserving the original and Yet, not having it, we can't say preserve because it's gone. Now, next. Um, Huang Di, true or false? True. Yes, correct. Now, if we say we reject God having preserved His words. No, we're more high-tech today. Eh? 
So this is not working. <laughs> All right. This is the the inspired. Is it upside down? No, correct. Inspired. Now, if the inspired words in here. Are not preserved. Then the Hebrew and Greek Bible we have today. Can we say that we have got inspired words? We cannot because if no preservation means these individual words are no longer here. If we don't believe that God preserved every single word, then the inspired words are not available today. Understand? If we say we don't believe in preservation, we cannot say we believe that we have inspired words. Alright, next one is a long one. Okay, ask the adults. Um, Uncle Mark. Hmm. The only thing I was struggling with was I couldn't quite remember if it was St. Catherine's Monastery. I, I, I think the rest is true. I'm okay. not sure it's St. Catherine. Catherine. No, I'm not like Reverend Quack. I don't have this little trick in there. <laughs> <laughs> no tricks in there. Straightforward. Oh, uh, I, I think it's definitely true. Okay, yes, it's true. Okay. Right? <laughs> now, remember the person who found this um, these manuscripts. The person who found the manuscripts that were in waste paper baskets in 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 that um, in that monastery. Now his name is Tishendorf. That is in the 1800s. Now, and the person, the people that use all these discarded um, um, manuscripts, now one of the famous ones is called Bruce Metzger. Now, both of them, the founder has written his own autobiography, his own book. I showed to you. He said, I found this in dustbins. Bruce Metzger also said, These were from dustbins. They do not deny that these were discarded manuscripts. All the while, all the while from the New Testament church, we've always used the Textus Receptus. For hundreds and hundreds of years. Now, thousands of years. Now, this, this 
manuscripts were only started to be used in the 1800s. Understand, all the texts that we have under the King James Bible, the Greek texts, have are always used the Texas receptors. It's always the Texas receptors. Now, when this was introduced, they found that between the text that Christian and churches have always been using. Between this thrown away text and the one that the church has always used, this text cut out almost 10,000 words from what the church has always used. Remember the whole lesson. Now I wish I could stand up on the on, on this rostrum and wave my hand so that you remember this. <laughs> Preservation is not about King James Bible. Please remember that. The fight is not about King James Bible. The battle is which text? This which the church since um, the early century have always been using or this one? The recent discoveries. Now, please remember this is what we are talking about. Then, why do we use the King James Bible? Because it's the only Bible, the only English Bible today that totally uses this text. All other modern versions, modern English versions, uses this line. Understand that? It must be clear in your heart. Don't get confused. We are not fighting for the King James Bible. We are fighting for the underlying preserved text that has no errors. Now, now why did they find so many differences between all the texts? Why generally the texts that came down on this line, they are very, very close to one another, the verses? Because these are different people copy wrongly, of course, there will be a lot of differences. And some of them are changes that were purposely corrupted. 
Verses that prove that Jesus is God without beyond a shadow of doubt changed. Verses that prove with beyond a shadow of the doubt the Trinity changed. All the while the church keep throwing this away. Remember that. Now next. Question 5. Let me see. Alex. 5. A is which one? Not sure. Nestle Allen is preserved tax. Not correct. Nestle Allen is critical tax. Right? Nestle Allen is from here, right? Um, Alex, from this line. Nestle Allen. Okay. Textus receptus. Too easy. Right. Textus receptus preserved. Westcott and hot. Very straightforward. It's again the corrupt line. UBS. Also the critical text. Okay, the only one that is the preserved line is the textus receptus. It's called textus receptus because the church always received it. Okay, quickly, number six, Sing Yuan. Say again. Circle the right answers. Which one? So that's D, right? D, yes, D is a correct answer. Anyone else have? Only the King James Bible uses this exclusively. Anyone else? Any others? Vincent? C, very good. Many of you. Alright, C. Now, the New King James Bible. Now, that sounds very tricky, right? Wow, King James, but it's called the New King James. They may tell you that we use, they use the Textus Receptus, but they use only part of it. You will see many in many verses, they will put a footnote. This last 12 verses of Mark. 12 verses of Mark. The last 12 verses should not be here. Other verses that the verses that prove that God, that Jesus is God, the verses that prove that the Trinity is true. At the bottom, they will also put the oldest and the best text does not have this. Now, to them, the best is this. 
对对他们来讲，那个最好的就是这一些啊，掰坏的版本。Okay, next, number seven. 第七题。Number seven, Elim. A, B, or C. C. C, R. Very good. Now, why don't we have the original autographs anymore? So. Uh, we don't have the original anymore. So when we speak of preservation, we mean God preserve, perfectly preserved every one of his, every exact of his words in the Old and New Testament when he used the writers he used. Now look here. This understanding that God preserved every word and words. Has always been the understanding of Christianity. Before the 1800s. When we say God preserved, his words, they always think like that. It is not just the autographs which are the originals, but it is currently also preserved in the copies. And it is the words that are preserved. But when they discovered this text from here onwards, heard of B.B. Warfield, very famous theologian, B.B. Warfield? Now, he is the first to change that concept. He's the first to say God preserved in the autographs only. Now then the concept began to change. People also began to have the concept that God preserved ideas and Doctrines. Why, why in this 1800 onwards they began to think like that? Because to them they say, look, look at this script, so many words are different. We can never know the exact words. Then God preserve what? Ah, God preserve doctrines. From then, from then on, preservation means different things. From the concept of words, it became ideas. Now let me ask you, what are doctrines made up of? Words. Words. When God talks about preserving, He always mentions words. 
Very specific. So then on it changed. Okay? We'll talk a bit more about that afterwards. Now, next. The four T's. Susan. Four T. Technique, theology, translator, text. Okay, um, but a better sequence is is almost upside down. It's text first, text. Now what makes the King James Bible reliable? More than others in the English language, uh, I emphasize. It's because of the underlying text. Look here. Remember that. Not because of anything else. Because the source is good. Not, not cooking sauce, uh, the origin is good. Therefore, the translation from it will be good. But it's no use if the translators are not good. <laughs> Remember, God would raise during this period, the period of learning, renaissance, now, during that time in the 1600s, that period, people just all went back to study the original languages and they became very good at it. Now, it is a time where was never repeated. You'd never have that kind of people who know Greek, Hebrew, Latin, um, English, and they can switch back and forth perfectly. Then there's a technique. When they translate, they translate word for word. It's called verbal equivalence. In fact, they had to invent English words for it, for the Greek words. The English world is beholden, is, is, is grateful to the King James Bible. Do you know that? They do not change the words. If the number is 42, even they don't understand, they will just faithfully put 42. They don't change it. They don't interpret for you. We'll watch a video afterwards of what the universities do that use this line. 
就是啊，他们用那个败坏的那一条线，败坏版本的那一些的那一些呃的大学，他们到底做了什么 ？Last one is theology. 然后最后一个是神学。They were very sound. They were not. They were not affected by liberalism and modernism at that time. 当时候他们的这神学是非常纯正的，当时候还没有被这些啊现代主义、自由主义所影响。If Jesus is God, Jesus walked on water. They just, they just translate faithfully. 如果说耶稣是神，神耶稣在水上行走，那他们就是忠心的这样逐字逐句的翻译出来。They don't think ah these are stories and then try to make some changes. 他们不会说认为说这是一些故事，然后他们尝试去做一些改变。Now remember, I showed you the people that collect this verse, the people that translate this line or Bibles, they are also having Roman Catholics in there. 记得我告诉你们，就是这个啊，他们去收集这个败坏版本的这一条线的那些人，还有翻译员，他们有些当中也是有罗马天主教背景。If you have modern Bibles, just flip to the translator list. 如果你有这些现代的英文版本的话，你只是去，你可以去看看他的那些翻译。Trace the names. 你去看他们的名字。You see Roman Catholics on it. 你会看到。They will translate the Bible and change the text to suit Roman Catholicism. Remember that. They will translate the Bible and change the text to suit Roman Catholicism. Remember that. They will translate the Bible and change the text to suit Roman Catholicism. Remember that. They will translate the Bible and change the text to suit Roman Catholicism. Remember that. They will translate the Bible and change the text to suit Roman Catholicism. Remember that. They will translate the Bible Now, can we read together? The Bible is God's word. Can you see that in English and Chinese? We can read Chinese together. We can read 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 together. You will see later on in the video. Men will change it to their words. God inspired it means He breathed it. It's His words. Don't change it. It is inerrant means there are no mistakes. Who believes the Bible has mistakes? No one dare to put up, right? But I'll show you videos that head that Bible College departments will say, "I'll show to you the Bible has mistakes." Now, please remember, I'm not saying whether the King James Bible has mistakes. It's a translation. 记得我并不是现在并不是说到底这个英皇钦定本有没有啊错误，它是它是一个翻译的版本。I'm talking about the Greek and the Hebrew text. They say it has mistakes. 我是啊，我是在讲他们这些人是说这个希腊文还有希伯来文版本这个公认本有错误。Infallible means it cannot make mistake. 这个不能错误，意思说它是不会出错。Again, these people will say no. It did make mistakes. Now, remember last week I spoke with you. I showed to you Christ quoting the Old Testament and reading the Old Testament, right? 
记得上星期我给大家呃看了，就是说基督他引用旧约的一些经文。And we saw in scriptures he even quoted and say、um, the the psalms, the the law, the prophets, the psalms, the whole Old Testament. 记得他甚至引用说，就是这个律法书、诗篇，还有先知书全本的旧约圣经。When Christ quoted that， 当基督这样引用的时候 ，He is stamping his approval to say that。These are copies, and I quote them, and there's no mistakes. He is in confirming his approval. That is to say, these prophets, this whole book, is not wrong. Now, please remember, when Christ was on earth, there are no more apographs, no more originals. Remember that. Remember when Jesus was on earth, there were no original copies. Holding the the bricks, the Ten Commandment bricks. When Jesus was on the earth, he was not holding the animal skins. He is not quoting and he is not putting his stamp on approval of on autographs. It was on apographs. He is not quoting and he is not putting his stamp on approval of on autographs. It was on apographs. Remember that. Now, let me ask you. Remember, it's about original language, ah,、huh? not King James Bible, ah. We are now talking about this. It is in its original language. We are not referring to the King James Bible. Okay, maybe I ask, um, ask Yong. Now, Yong, can you have the origin? Can you have the exact words of the Hebrew words, just like Moses wrote it, and the New Testament words in Greek, just like Paul wrote it? 我们听，我们有没有可能有这个啊希腊文的这个版本是完完全全就好像当时摩西所写的，或者是新啊这个新新约的希腊文版本，就好像当时是保罗。Can it? Can you have it in your handphone? 你可以不可以在你的手机里面有 ？Yes. How come you can have it on your handphone? Because God preserves words, and because it is words, the words still exist. I can download it electronically. Because God is preserved, His words are still there. So today, we can download it. You can go to the internet and download the the as the Greek textus receptus. And the、um, Old Testament、uh, Masoretic text in Hebrew. You don't have to go to British Museum. Queue up to try and read it. I have my Greek and Hebrew Bible. I I brought it also to check something just now. When we say preserve, means those words. Remember, it can be on any medium. Remember that. Any medium. Don't have to be the originals. 
But we will still have the original words. Down to what? Your and Means you will have the alphabet, exactly. When God says, Thou shalt not bear false witness. When you read it in Hebrew, alphabet by alphabet, back then and now, the same. One on electronic, one on stones. Alphabet's the same. Okay? This must be supremely clear in your mind. I write, my name is Joseph. On a piece of paper. And then, that is the original, right? And then, you copied it. On your notepad. Then I burn my paper. The original is gone. Do you still have my words? You still have my words. You can put it on an email. And it is still my words. Remember that. Next. Now, perfectly preserved for us through the ages. Means throughout time and now we have it. If you believe that it is only preserved in the originals, then it means you cannot say that it is preserved for us today. It means you and I do not have the exact words. That is why when you read this new test, this new English versions at the bottom, they will always say maybe not in, maybe maybe whole passage not in. Okay, then we move. Now, actually, all those things I said at the top already, point one to four. Now, but look at point four. We shall come back and emphasize later. Now, believing that we have all the identical words of the inspired words is a matter of faith that God has preserved them for us as He promised in His Word. If I ask you, Joshua, how do you know we have God's exact words today? Because the original scripts are gone. How can you be so sure? What would you say? My sheep hear my voice. What does it mean? My sheep hear my voice means that the believers 
when they read the scriptures, they will know, is this a voice of the shepherd or this is false voice? Now, why, why else? Moray, why? Why do you believe we have God's word today? Because we believe God preserved. Because He preserved means we have it. But Moray, you are arguing rubbish. From, you are making a circular argument. Because you say God's word say it is He preserved His word. How do you know that God's word is correct? I don't know. But I just believe. What is that called? That's called faith. Understand believing that God God says I preserve. I believe it. Because the unbelievers say, hey, you're talking rubbish. You say the word say itself is preserved. It's purely by faith. I'll answer some of these questions afterwards. Now, next, very quickly. Now, now we have to talk about translations in other languages. I won't read everything, but you go back and read. Now, but basically, point A is saying this from Westminster Confession of Faith. Now, God is very clear. He wants His word to be translated into different languages because it's for everyone to read. Translations are not evil. Because when we fight this battle, they say, oh, you are saying translations are bad. No, we are talking about texts. Which texts are good, which texts are not good. Not, we are not against translations. We are against we are against people that say this text is reliable, this text no use. We are against people who say based on this text. This verse should not be in, this verse should be changed. So we should translate. We have Bible college students that translate the lang- their Bible into, um, into Thai language for their final year. Into various languages. Why? Why do they want to translation? Because what they have is by and large based on this text, so they try and use this. B. B. 
Now, in any of your language, Christians should use the best available translation in their language. So, for example, Chinese. The best Chinese translation that we have today is the CUV. So, but then we all know the CUV is based the CUV is based on this text as well as this text. So you say how? But you have to remember the best in, in Mandarin there are different versions. Among all the versions, CUV is the one that, for example, when NIV used this, where NIV leave out certain verses, change certain verses, because they use this. In many of those places, CUV would use the TR reading. And among all the Chinese Bible, they use the highest percentage. So for Mandarin speaking people, and you can only read Chinese, we tell you read this one. Now, but many of you have the advantage you are able to read English and, and Mandarin. And some of you say, Pastor, how come my, my, my Bible at this part, this verse is missing? Then I look at King James, that verse is there. Why the KJV says this, but the CUV seems to say something a bit different. This is the reason, understand that. So, what to do? When you read the Mandarin, not sure you can refer to the English KJV. Because the English, the KJV, um, a new page. Now, because remember the Hebrew and Greek. Our, our traditional preserved Hebrew and Greek texts. Uh, this line, not this bad line. Now, KJV 
uses this exclusively. English. CUV. Uses both. Now, unless you can read Greek and Hebrew and understand it fluently. What is your next best thing? If you understand English. You read the Mandarin, you're not sure. You can go to the English because this would be your next next best thing because it's based on this, right? Now, if you understand both this, uh, this, when you read your Chinese Bible, you're not sure? Of course, you can go straight to this. That's the best. But if you can't, then this is your next best thing. Alright? So, when, when we insist that we believe in preservation, we were accused of this. We were accused of saying that we are condemning the Chinese Bible. We are not. But if you are English speaking, and you can read the English Bibles. Of course, use the best version, right? After we answer some questions on this. Now, next. D, 1D. Now remember the King James version is not inspired. Please underline and circle that. What is inspired? Look here. The Hebrew and Greek text in the originals and the copies, these are the inspired words, not English words. English now, there is a group of Christians that believe that the King James Version is inspired. They are followers of Rachman. We are against Rachmanism. Anyone come and say, oh, you all say the King James inspired, please correct them. Now, 
Okay, so now I summarize before I move on, because I will ask you questions after. <laughs> That's the only way you are start paying attention. <laughs> I forgot how to summarize. Ah. What is preservation about? It is first and foremost about us believing we have the exact words. We have the exact Hebrew and Greek original, now exact, even good original words. Why do you why do we use the King James Version? Because it is the only Bible that uses the traditional received text. Not, we, not because we like to torture you, oh, the English is difficult, we torture you. Not that, alright? Now, turn to page 2. Now, when they were translating the CUV, now, very sadly, by then the people they just love the critical text. But the British and Foreign Bible Society that was sponsoring this translation, they favored the textus receptus, understand that? But these translators, they like the corrupt text. So what they did was they used both. They used the textus receptus to please their sponsors. They also use the critical text to please themselves and the increasing desire to use this text. So that's why we have this situation. By repeat, don't ever say that we are against the Chinese CUV Bible. We are not. Because, because that is what members began to do in Calvary Pandan and they split the church. The Chinese began to be told, you read the Chinese Bible, you cannot be saved because it is not from the preserved text. Our fight is the original text, not the translations. Remember that. And someone began to take the letter and circulate it in our church. 
our own church worshiper. And start to say, if you believe in preservation, you are against the Chinese Bible. These are very wicked things to do. We encourage the use of it. It's the best one. Use it. But if you know English, even better. You have even a better, closer one to the original preserved text. You can read Greek and Hebrew. Go straight to the text. Now, next, page two. Now, there are four views out there in Christendom. In this battle, the first view, 1A, it is God preserved only the autographs, the originals. Now, just now I already said it, this is very strange way of saying. You have a cake, I preserve it, you have a preserved cake. That is preserved. And then you try to eat it. You keep biting. But you're biting air. Nothing. But I keep saying I preserve the original cake for you. What will, what will you say to me? Can you please don't use the word preserved? When you call me to come to your house to eat cake, I thought I was going to eat cake. Say, don't worry, I preserve it for you. See, you did not even keep it. It's not there anymore. Why do you keep using the word preserve? Preserving the original has no meaning today. Understand that? Be more, be more, be more honest. I always tell these people, did they say, oh, we believe in preservation? I say, what preservation? Oh, the originals. Then I say, oh, well, what about the copies? Then they keep answering, no, I believe the preservation of copies are the original. So I say, why don't you say, I don't believe that we have God's words today because it's no longer available today. Just say that. <laughs> it's the same way of saying it. So I'm too embarrassed to tell you there's no cake in my house. I ate it up very I met as well just tell you there's no more cake. I have you, you been answered. B, the second view. Second view is God preserved the exact and precise words in the textus receptus. Now, 
means every single word given to the Old Testament writers and the New Testament writers is preserved and we have it today. Ah, that's called preservation. See, the third view is this. They will, tell, they will say, we believe in preservation, but it is somewhere out there. That is what um, Howard said just now. He is saying that, yeah, there are those that believe preserved somewhere out there. Means there are many, many texts, copies. Hmm? Is this word in uh, 1 Timothy 3.16 this or that? They say that real, that exact word, same as the original, is somewhere out there among one of these. So yes, we have God's exact words. Don't worry. Somewhere out there. But we cannot know exactly which one. Now, if I talk to you like that, before I finish my statement, right? The Cantonese have a saying. Guangdong Means what? You haven't finished saying that statement, you should slap your own mouth because you're talking rubbish. Listen to what you're saying. Parents always say, You haven't finished your slap your own mouth. You listen to what you're saying. Teacher, I did my homework. It's somewhere in that whole pile of homework in the whole school. But really is there? Really is there? What would teacher say? I won't quote. <laughs> the teacher said, stop talking rubbish. It has no meaning. You either have it or you don't have it. You give it to me and I can hold it in my hands or you don't have it. Now this is the stand. And their statement will be this. You look at 1C. Now, typically, they will say, well, we won't have 100%. Now, please look at these words in English and Chinese translation. They will make words like that. We have the closest to the original autographs. All right, these are origi original words. So they believe that we have the closest. You read, you're very happy, right? At church sent us their anniversary magazine. I read, wow, I be we believe in preservation. I was very happy. 
有呃一手教会他发给我们一些呃周周刊，他说我们相信这个神话语的。And then I read the next statement. We and we have the closest to the original words. Then I said, oh. 然后他下一句话说，我们有那最接近原稿的圣经经。Richard, what's the what's the problem when 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 people are theologians, all right? These are pastors. They know what they're saying. 当啊这些人说这样的话，他们是神学家，是牧师。What's the what's the problem? I tell you, Richard, don't worry. We have the closest to the originals. 当我我告诉你们说，我们有那最接近原稿的那问题的。What's the problem? Closest means it is still not exact. Is something still not right? Closest. That's all. We Do you believe in closest or exact? Which one? We believe in exact because God say jot and tittle. 我们是相信跟原稿，我们今天有跟原稿完全一样的话语，因为神说出一点一画都不废去。When God says the alphabets, I showed you last week already. 上星期我已经让大家看了，当神说到这个字母。Yo, the smallest dot in the smallest stroke in the Hebrew word. 那在这个呃希伯来文里面的最小的一画。Between these two, can you tell the difference? 那在这两个字母里面，你可以发现它们有什么分别吗 ？It's a Hebrew student's nightmare. This thing here, a little, do, a little stretch. That's all. 那 It's another alphabet. 就是这个分别，就是这这么小小的一画画了，就是一个不同的字母。That's a title. 这是一画。If God said alphabets will also not go wrong. 那如果是神说，就算一点一画也不会废去。Why do we worry? Why must we say closest? 那为什么我们只是说最接近呢 ？Next. D. Now they believe that is preserved, and in both, preserved somewhere out there. Now they go a step further in both bodies of manuscript. So we have the Byzantine. And Alexandrian. These are the corrupt ones which the church put away long time ago. Now, then the fourth view is they believe in both. Say both are preserved God's word. Both are good. Should use both. Somewhere out there. Because it's. Somewhere out there, we have to keep reviewing, 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 and deciding which are the words. So we are still doing it today. I'm really going to go fast now. These are the four views. Which view is yours? Now, our church view. Point B. We believe we have exact words. Jot and ditto, nothing lost. It has always been the belief of the Christians. Believe, understand that. Next. Now, all right. So actually, some Q and A. They say, but 
we don't like VPP, verbal plenary preservation. We don't like this. It split churches. I lose friendships. What's your answer? Now, some call VPP heresy. Now, in fact, Life Church in Singapore took the Bible College to the Singapore court. I didn't use my slides. These are some documents. Right? It never works. Now, Life, these are from headlines. Live Bible Presbyterian Church sues or against Ku Eng Tech, that's Dr. Jeffrey Ku, and others um, in a lawsuit. And they say that the Bible College, the Bible College teach heresy. And because of that, they sue the college to kick them out. They say, you're teaching heresy now, we must kick you out of this place. What is their definition of a heresy? What Christians have always, and in your Westminster Confession of Faith, always say, we believe God preserves every word. So their stand is, it's somewhere out there, but you cannot say we have it. So some others, um, so this is Calvary Jurong, for example, they explain they are, that they are against preservation. Now, please know that many of these concepts are textual criticism, criticize the text and decide for ourselves which are God's word is modernist and liberal in concept. Understand that. Next, why VPP doctrine is important. Now, because if you're against preservation means God's word has missing things. Now, how would you like me to preach on Sunday like that? I will open NIV, KJV, ESV, and whatever V. Right? And as I preach to you, you know, and, um, ESV is is more accurate here. Then I say some things. Uh, this part, KJV, is 
not good. This part, ESV is better than NIV. What would you do? I think you leave the church, right? But before that, you throw something at me, right? What, Rob, what are you trying to do? You're casting all sorts of doubt. So which Bible should I read? Which one is correct? Please don't laugh. That's exactly how they preach in churches today. We just read the KJV because we know the underlying text is safe and we don't have to keep maybe, maybe, maybe. Next, it casts doubts on God's promises. Did God promise to preserve? Murray, did God promise to preserve? After I ask you to read your Bible to me. Now I will show you after the people fight very hard, they try very hard. These are Christians, they work very hard. They write many books, they produce videos, they hold conferences, they conduct Bible colleges on it. To prove to Christians that the Bible has errors. We are the only religion on earth, I believe. That its own believers keeps writing book to prove that there are errors in the Bible. In some religion, I think your house will be burned down. If you dare to say one word against their religious book, God has promised, believe it. But I will show you after this spend no effort to prove every single verse that we use to say that God promised to preserve His words, they will spend no effort to prove that those verses did not say that. I was at the Bible college in my second, my third year, I think. I never thought I'll see with my own eyes here, here with my own ears. Where church will sue a Bible college for teaching that the word of God has no errors. Now, last but not least, now, maybe I answer a question to, to point out this. Now, look at your question pages. Page 4.
question number three. Two and three. Okay, quick. So long, so long as all the doctrines of our salvation are intact, it's all right. Why must we be so dogmatic to insist that every word is preserved and cannot accept that just meanings are preserved? That's good enough. That's one. Number two, number three. As long as I believe God preserved His word, that's enough. Why must this doctrine split churches and spoil friendships, even among fundamentalists? Now, this is a constant question. Because most believers say, don't worry. God did preserve. Don't worry, some words are lost. And we may never ever know which ones they are. Don't worry, passages are cut off. But don't worry because anything to do with your salvation, those doctrines are intact. Ask you to answer the question. Who want to try? Douglas. Brother Douglas, why, how you answer them? Don't worry. All your salvation doctrines are intact. There are some things lost, yes, but don't worry. Okay, wow. Yeah, okay. Pretty, pretty cool. How would you answer? You, you worry. Why? 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 Underlying that words not preserved? Okay, what? Your salvation is intact. You why? Very important. Firstly, the Bible is not about your salvation only. What is the chief end of man? We've been doing this in Bible in prayer meeting. You read the Bible to know God. The glory of God is far more important than your salvation. Do you understand that? If God says, I exalt my word above all my names, Psalm 138, God says, I preserve my words. Jot and tittle. And then you say, Some are lost. You don't even say alphabets lost, no? you're talking about chunks of alphabets, chunks of words lost. When, I, when you tell me, my daddy said this, 
And I say, oh, your daddy, what your daddy say is wrong. How would you feel? It's false. It's not true. What do you say? Will you get angry at me? Not sure. <laughs> you better. You should, you should protect your daddy. Now, if, if your father says something which is true, and someone can say, no, your daddy lied, your daddy lied, your daddy lied. Then you say, never mind, as long as daddy gives me money, pocket money to go to school, I can eat ice cream, okay, whatever you say my daddy, it's alright. Do you do that? You take the ice cream and stuff it in the guy's face. No, don't do that. <laughs> How dare you call my daddy a liar? Now, the gospel has been all about us today. The gospel is about the glory of God. God saved you to glorify Him. Please remember, preservation is about God, are you a liar or you are not a liar? It regards God's glory and His honor. Christians, please wake up to that. When they repeatedly produce videos, repeatedly say, no, words are missing, words are gone, and you never know it, let's change it for God. You should be very, God is God, my God is a very different from God from you. What God promised, I believe He has done. So please, this is not a small thing. Is your friendship with your friends more important? Or the God who died for you and told you, I will give you my exact words. It is about that. That's the bottom line. His glory. If you have no, I preach on Sunday, if you have no anger, at people calling God, God, you promised, but you, you, you did not keep it, and you won't keep it. If no anger, then you do not know what the Bible is about. Come back to page 3. Point number 4. That is about VPP concerns the glory of God. VPP is not about King James Bible. Understand that. Now, you have four choices tonight. You decide. Number one, 5A. The original Hebrew and Greek words are lost.
or B. What was the B? The exact original Hebrew and Greek words are known. 就是我们确知原来确实的希伯来文和希伯来文与希腊文字。Or C. 或者是 The exact original Hebrew words are somewhere out there. They are preserved but somewhere out there. We won't know which ones. 这个原来确实的希伯来文与希腊文字是在某处可找到。We have only 99.9% and that's good enough. 我们只有99.9%那已经足够了 D We have the closest to the original but not exact 我们有那最接近原稿的版本 So which one? 一定没有一模一样的 Now your choice will reflect your view of God 那你的选择,你的立场 I wrote that your choice reflects what you believe about your perfect God. Who has said, I exalt my word above all my names. And that what is given you, his words. So you have a choice. The Bible, okay, and now we come to that. Alright, now I want you to show I want to show you a video. On position number four. Now that is Bob Jones University position on this. As a matter of fact, in the Old Testament, anyone who has really studied the Old Testament in any depth uh, realizes that from time to time he runs across apparent discrepancies from one passage to another. And if we do not hold to some textual criticism to make allowance for scribal mistakes as the scribes hand-copied their documents, scribes could go to a Xerox machine and Xerox uh, their Hebrew manuscripts off and pass them on to other people. They had to copy them by hand. And although they were very reverent and very careful in the way they did this, from time to time uh, they would make unintentional mistakes as they copy. All right, so that's fine so far. This is the um, person taking care of the Bible College, Bible Department in Bob Jones University. Now he says some people do make mistakes in the copies. We already said there will be copies that are with errors. But God will providentially provide us copies that are accurate. Now, this is the part where he wants to say he wants to prove to the Christian that even in the original text that we have today, there are errors. As a matter of fact, in the Old Testament, anyone who has really studied the Masoretic text, uh, the Masoretic text is the text that the King James translators had to work with, uh, says that Ahaziah was 
22 years old when he ascended to the throne. In 2 Chronicles 22.2, the text says he was 42. Alright, so we studied that, right? 2 Chronicles 22.2, the original text says 42 years old, and in Kings it says 22. Now, obviously, he couldn't be 22 and 42. So he cannot one be 22 or the and 42. other of those numbers is correct, and one is in error. One is correct, one is wrong. Uh, and it's fortunate that 2 Kings 8.17 uh, tells us some additional information that helps us realize what the case is. Uh, 2 Kings 8.17 tells us that Ahaziah's father, uh, Joram, was 32 at his uh, time when he ascended to the throne. He reigned eight years and died at age 40. So obviously, Ahaziah, Jehoram's son, could not have come to the throne at age 40 when his father died at, excuse me, age 42, if his father died at age 40. So quite clearly then, uh, 2 Kings 8.26 preserves the correct number there that Ahaziah was 22 years old when he came to the throne. Now, if we don't make any provision for uh, scribal error in transmission, we have a real problem there. So he's saying this. Let me draw for you. In Second Chronicles, and in Kings, now, the original, the, the preserved text means down here, right? Now, in, in the preserved Mesoretic text, the Hebrew, it says 42, King says 22. Now, he said that all this while, for hundreds and thousands of years, the church has always our translators have always just translated 42, 22. From the original text, the Masoretic text, Hebrew. This text which Christ quoted from, Listen carefully. This text which Jesus Christ quoted from is not correct. So we need to change this to 22. Now, I read another article. This writer said this. Jesus Christ, when people say, but Jesus Christ quoted from the Old Testament text, if there are error, he would have said, this text cannot use. But he never said that. You know what these people, these Christians say? Jesus Christ at that time made a big mistake. Jesus Christ was just a man on earth. He's not God on earth. So he made a make big mistake thinking that these are correct. These are not. 
And we need to correct it. This is what Christians say. Now, so they just change as they wish. Why? Ellen, why do you think that these people in Bible college would just look at the text and say it should be changed to 42? Why would they want to do that? Why? What's the underlying problem? Esther, what's the underlying problem? Would you do something like that? Why? Not because you cannot read Hebrew, alright? But why? Correct. Because they do not believe in preservation. When you don't believe that God will preserve John and Tittle, you will go and change it. Do you understand the problem? The Masoretes, when they translated it, Every single copy of the Masoret of the of their text says 42. They just change 40. They say 42, although they don't understand why King said 22. But they will just follow it. You know why? Because they know God promised to preserve. Then these words are correct. 42 is correct. Now we move on. We move to questions, page four. Beginning of time. Okay, question number one. I must answer this. Let's turn to Psalm 12, verse 1 and 2. Moray, can you read your Bible, your Chinese Bible? Psalm 12, verse 1 and 2. Psalm 12, verse 1 and 2. Hey, 6 and 7. Okay, um, and what about English? Let's read together. Reading. 6 and 7, the words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Now, this is a definitive verse to prove to us God promised to preserve, He promised to keep. But, the modernists will insist to say that verse 7 is saying you will this them this people this people are he is keeping and protecting people 
not his words. Now I want So every time you quote a verse, they want to poke it. Now, so they say, no, this should be people, not preserving word. God never promised to preserve people, He promised to preserve people. Now, because they say this, so you better be able to defend this verse. Now, look at verse 6. Verse 6 says, the words of the Lord. Right? Verse 7a. Now, 7a here it says, now, keep them. Okay? Now, here you will see um, verse 6. This is feminine. In feminine. Feminine. Feminine plural. But keep them, they say is is sorry, is masculine plural. Okay, so they say now keep them cannot refer to words because these two gender don't tally in Hebrew. So they say, you see, this verse is not about preservation. God never promised preservation of his words. Now, if, if the Hebrew language is as simple, I would not have so many sleepless nights when I was a student. It is not just like English that straightforward. But if you are a Hebrew, it's so simple, you read it, you know what it is. Now, in the Hebrew language, it's not always the same. Hebrew grammaticians tell you openly it is the uniqueness of the language where sometimes they would actually change it. Now, this is the nearest antecedent. This is referring to, this is the nearest thing it's talking about. Okay, now turn very quickly. Genesis 31 9. Turn, hurry up, turn very fast. Genesis 31.9. Thus God has taken away the cattle of your taken away the cattle of your father. Genesis 31 9. Your father. Okay? Your father. Now, who is your? Your refers to Rachel and Leah. Okay. 
but in here is masculine. Rachel, Rachel, you boy or girl? Leah, are you boy or girl? But the Bible calls you masculine. It is the language. It exists. There's certain emphasis. Turn to Genesis 32, verse 15. I'm just giving you some examples, no time. 32, 15. 30 milk camels with their, their. Now, this, ma- this milk camels are f- female, but it's again masculine. They are. Okay, quick, quick. Exodus 1.21. Now, all these are well defended in many of the articles you can um, get from um, the website, uh, like Reverend Quake's writing, for example. He's our Hebrew professor. One twenty-one Exodus. Now, the midwives feared God that he made them houses. Now, this made them, this them. Masculine again. But it's referring to the midwives, the women. Now, please know it is perfectly um, normal in the Hebrew language in certain circumstances. They would purposely do this. Look at 7b. Uh, Psalm 6, Psalm 12, verse 7. Psalm 12, verse 7. Now, they say, oh, but the King James is still wrong. You will preserve them. Keep them, preserve them. Now, all these preserve them. Okay, now this... This them. Now in Hebrew is is him, is singular. So they say this is not about preservation, it's about protecting someone, protecting him. Look, it's singular. But the King James translate them for words. Now, but there is a very common thing in the Hebrew language which, which as a Bible student I feared is a word called the energetic nun. Energetic nun. Whenever I see this, I panic because I don't know how to read it. Now, what there is an energetic nun in this in this hymn. Alright? Now, in the Hebrew language, you will once in a while see uh, an alphabet, a nun, added to, to the word. 
那你会在这西伯来文里面，你会看到这个啊，论经常会加在一个字后面。It's it's called an energetic noon because it is to energize that word. 它是啊，称为是要给它力力量的。In other words, to put an emphasis on it. 意思说是要是要强调它。So when you read this, the Hebrews when they read this word, they say preserve. Although they say him, they will see the energetic noon there. 所以在这个里面，虽然他们说看到是保佑他，但是他们会看到那个是要啊给他。And immediately their attention will be drawn to it。然后他们的这个重点就会转向。Preserving this particular thing, they'll be drawn to it。他们就会啊立刻注意到，知道强调的是要特别保守这个东西。Every single word。Now, but in the Hebrew language, the moment you add an energetic noon, there is no plural masculine, no such a thing. That's why the the people who translated King James, they are superb in their in their language. Although they say him, they say him. But they immediately see the energetic noon. They will immediately know in their language there is no plural masculine. But they know that is what it means. It's still about a plural. That's why in English they translate for us them. You must know this because they are insisting these are not God's promise for preserving His words. But you cannot deny in the language. It's like if I speak Cantonese to you. And I say, oh, 翻去啦。我说啊，回去吧。Uh, and then you insist in English. That is not what I say. He says stay back, but I just say go home. 可是你在啊，英文你说他他不这样子说，他说留在这里，但是我是说要回去。But you say no, no. I insist in English. Pastor said stay. 但是你说不是在英文里面，牧师是说留下来。But I mean in Cantonese, I'm saying that. You cannot fight with the language. Now this is what they always say. And in Yod and Tito, they say it's about fulfillment of prophecies, not alphabets. When Christ says Yod and Tito, he's emphasizing the authority of God's word, and why is it so authoritative? 当神说一点一滴都不会废弃的时候，他是在强调这个神的这个话语为什么是这么有权柄。That he will fulfill every word because it's authoritative, and he will fulfill prophecy because it has authority over him even. 就是啊，这个啊，这个预言必定会应验，因为是这么有，是这么有权柄的，甚至他的权柄还高过啊他自己。Because you and Tito, not a single word is wrong, and he will obey it. He will fulfill it. Now, so this verse 
promises without a, a doubt that God preserved. But Christians have to keep saying, no, 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 no. Now, you know what happens when you don't believe? In preservation. Question two and three. I just have my salvation intact, that's good enough. There is a man which I'll show you the video now. He's a very famous professor today. Now he I'll, I'll let you listen yourself. The question is, is believing in preservation of every word so critical? My salvation is good enough. Bartleman lives today, he's very famous and he constantly writes. I started out actually uh, in high school. I was a born again Christian. Uh, I uh, accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, as we used to say, and I, I became very committed as an evangelical Christian. And I went off to Moody Bible Institute for college, which is a, a fundamentalist Bible college. After that, I went to Wheaton College, which is a liberal arts college. It's Billy Graham's alma mater. It's an evangelical school. So I had very solid evangelical Christian commitments. And uh, eventually, uh, I got a seminary degree, and I was a pastor of a Baptist church for, for a year. Um, but gradually, for a large number of reasons, I started to question some of the assumptions that I had about the faith. Uh, for a long time, I thought that the Bible was inspired and inerrant, that there were no mistakes in the Bible. But as I engaged in historical research on the Bible, as I was getting my PhD in New Testament studies at Princeton Theological Seminary, I started finding mistakes in the Bible. And uh, this, this cut away at my assumptions that the Bible was inerrant. And then I started questioning other parts of my faith. Is Jesus really divine? Uh, is there really a trinity? Now, did you hear what he said? He said, all my life I believe the Bible is inerrant, infallible from young. Went to Bible colleges. Did his PhD. Princeton, you know, Princeton, Ivy League. Princeton, And then that is where all these Bible colleges, they teach God's word is not preserved. Things are lost. We need to refigure out which ones are there, which ones are not. After some time, he began to realize, wait, if God's word is not preserved and some words are lost, then how do I know that what I'm reading now are correct? And then he began to doubt. And today he is an atheist. He constantly writes to prove that the Bible has errors. It's very important to believe in preservation. 
Now I've run out of time. Let me see what are important to answer. C, six. People, people say that we say that if you don't read the King James Bible, you cannot be saved. Absolutely false. You can read our cheek track and be saved. When you read John 3.16 and you believe in it, you can be saved. But after you are saved, you go and read what is the best Bible, correct? The best translation. Who got saved by a track? Who got saved by reading Chick? Now, if you are saved by reading Chick, does it mean after you get saved, you keep reading Chick magazine, Chick cartoon? No, you go and read the best Bible translation you can find. Number seven, we still keep fighting. As long as they use KJV, why do we still have quarrels? Why? Eugene? Say again? What is their understanding? So, you see, we use KJV. Oops. We use KJV. Another church use KJV. Alright, but they sue us and bring us to court. <laughs> we are all using KJV. What's the problem? There are missionaries who say, I use KJV. But why you stop supporting me? Why? Correct. Because they do not believe in preservation. There are those that use KJV. But they say we don't believe in preservation. We don't believe that God preserves every word. We cannot have whole fellowship with people who say God is a liar, understand that. It is not about the King James Bible, I have to keep saying that. Is do we believe when God said He promised to preserve, He did preserve and we have His exact words. It is about that. It's about His glory, His honor. It is about that. It is not just going in and change whatever you want. Do you have any urgent questions? Because I want to make sure I show you I work very hard at downloading the videos I want to make sure Oh, I 
ask you a question. If you ah, why are you so insistent? Why are you so sure that it is exactly this words? Why? Why are you so sure? It's a matter of faith. Now, um, Alex, we have 37 books of Old Testament, 29 books of the New Testament. You agree? Okay. So agree. We have thirty-nine. We have thirty-seven books of the Old Testament and twenty-nine books of the New Testament. You agree? Who don't agree? Wow, you got enemies. <laughs> oh, now he says thirty-nine Old Testament, twenty-seven New Testament. Here, you agree? Okay. 39 Old Testament, 27 New Testament, total 66 books. Now, 39, 39, 27. Alright, why not 37, 29 equals what? 66. Both 66. Why you must. Why you must insist is this. How and why? Or uh, Ignatius, hide behind Ignatius, why? By faith. By faith. Ignatius, your faith must be based on the Bible verse, right? Can you please give me Bible quotation for 39 and then 27. Okay, it's new Christian. New Christian, very difficult. Okay, ask the, old, the senior Christians. Is there a verse? Can you find a single verse? Why do you believe it? Faith. Faith in what? Faith in revelations. Faith in this verse. Oh, good. Right? Don't add, don't minus. It is fixed. Do you know that those people who use the critical text, they also say this one should not be there? <laughs> now, if God said that, there was no number but you believe. Okay, please allow me to answer this, I know it's a bit late. How do we get 66 books? In 
397, I think, AD. The church, all, before this, the church has always knew of this, have accepted is these 66 books. All the while, there are books that came and they say, Gospel of sin, whatever. They say, they read, nope, they threw it away. And in 397, the churches just decided to come together and they say, well, we finalize and we agree that these are the 39 and 27. That's it. By faith, they always seen the receiving. God preserve it through the saints. Understand that the church. The same for the text. The Alexandrian text and the Byzantine text. The church began to throw away all these corrupt texts. By faith, they always used these textus receptus. They were very close. Now, if you cannot accept that by faith, God did preserve exact words. Now, when I first understood this doctrine, I was so happy. I know I can trust God's word without worrying. But I remember thinking that people who cannot accept this by faith, then how can they accept 66 books? The Bible would say, preserve words, preserve words, my words. It's so clear. But this one, numbers didn't even give us, but we believe. And I, I ask myself, when will they start doubting if you cannot accept my faith? Then how can you believe this? Because we don't even have verse about 66. We have verse about words. And true enough, Christians began to start saying, it should not be 66. We should include Gospel of Thomas, Gospel of Judas, letter according to Barnabas, I went, for, I went for evangelism and this man, very learned man, he said, your Bible college is backdated. These are supposed to be included, not just 66. Now this is what I have to emphasize. Christians, when we stop believing that God promised every jot and tittle, it will be every jot and tittle, we will begin to doubt a lot of things. I've no time to show you. 
Now, when people question Bob Jones University, I have the video if you want to come and get from me. Now, they ask them, now they are the forefront in pushing this. Now, I've got quotations. Bob Jones said, We support Textus Receptors, we also support the Alexandrian text. So people say you're, you're hypocritical. Now, you, used to, you say we use only the KJV in our preaching, in our reading, and in our school. So people ask them, so the video is saying, why do you use KJV then? If you think both are fine, then use promote, use NIV, use yes, promote all this. And they say this, because out of deference means out of respect for other people. We don't want to cause split in Christianity. It is not because they believe that God preserves His words. That is why they use the KJV. There is a difference. Just to please men. We use, be clear, we use it because of the preserved text, not to please men. Not because Dr. Toh always used King James Bible. Last two things I promise I'll close. Number one, now I ask you this. You look into your own heart as a Christian. What is so wicked? What is so evil? To believe that God would give us every single word preserved for us today. What is so wicked about that? Because they say this, you guys are very wicked. You split churches. You cause so much problems. I always have this question. Why don't you agree with us? To say to the world, our God promised to preserve John and Tito. And our religion has every single exact words without doubt. And this has always been the historic Christian faith. If you say you don't want splits, why don't you come over to this camp? Why do you insist that we go over and say these words from our lips? Our Savior promised, but He didn't do it. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? That is the bottom line. What is so wicked to join us and say God promised and He has kept? And this has always been the belief of Christianity before the 1800s, before this critical text. It's not about the King James Version. It's about the honor of your God, His glory, His words, which is more important, your friendships. Think carefully. I wanted those friendships, but I will never sell out my Savior. I say this honestly. When I came to BPCWA, I wrote about my beliefs. But there came a point of time. I was told that I cannot teach this. Not by people who are existing here. The night before my contract renewal, I was asked to sign that. Now, if for me to be to want to be your pastor, I will sign that document. Do you want me to be your pastor? A man who will just for position sell out his savior. Now I'm not praising myself. But I will set an example to all of you who know what I stand for. To say that for friendship, for keeping the church in peace, I will say yes. God did not preserve John and Tito. Now one day you one day you might face the decision yourself between friendships or church. It is never about the King James Bible. It's about the glory of your father, the honor of his name. Let us go.